Peace, and welcome to the Ever Evolving Sun Podcast. I'm your host, Kadar. Let's get to it. Peace. So here's a pretty compelling and revolutionary idea that incidentally makes a lot of sense. Our bodies are actually made up of four different bodies, or houses, if you will. The physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And while three of them seem intangible, they actually have a physical presence in our lives. These are additional rings around your body. In fact, a lot of extra physical weight is actually in the emotional body. It's as though the physical expands to eat up the space allotted to the emotional ring of our true being. To add an extra level of complexity, two of the houses or bodies are masculine, the physical and mental, and two are feminine, the emotional and spiritual, which further underlines why so many of us are out of whack. This culture generally emphasizes the masculine or patriarchal side of things. Even religion can be very patriarchal in our culture, which is why religion should not be confused with what it means to be in our spiritual body. When we are solely in our masculine, we are focused on the physical and mental side of things. The doing and the accomplishing, the yin and linear parts of our life experience. It's a very black and white way of thinking that ignores everything that isn't concrete or seemingly controllable. Things are becoming a bit more feminine. The emotional and spiritual side of our existence is taking a leap forward, but unfortunately we're not there yet. The feminine is what synthesizes our experience. It's a large part of the practice of being in the now and present, of feeling the moment. The ultimate goal is to be balanced in all four bodies, or again houses not forgetting that the spiritual body is just as important as the other three. All right, so let's get into the four bodies and see exactly what they look like when they're overbalanced or underbalanced, what each body represents, and how we can bring it back into balance if it is out of balance. First up is the physical body. What is the physical body? It's just as it sounds. Our skin and everything under the skin, the brain, the organs, and everything between the ears. It is the skeletal system, blood, veins, ligaments, and so forth. We usually know when our physical body is full or not, hurt or not, happy or not, healthy or not. The signs are visible and generally recognizable. Western culture places emphasis on the body and that it not experience pain or discomfort. So what does the physical body represent? It represents our physical experience in the world, our physiology, and our ability to heal. How does the physical body behave when imbalanced? We feel open, flexible, and healthful. Our vitamin and mineral elements should be balanced, and we should be free of pain, toxicity, and acidity. As stated earlier, the physical house is a masculine one. And what are the qualities of someone underbalanced towards physical? The body ages more rapidly, it breaks down more easily, and loses elasticity. Organ function is disrupted, there are issues with absorption and elimination, and there's a feeling of tightness, heaviness, and stress on our skeletal frame. What is the qualities of someone overbalanced towards physical? There's too much focus on physical strength, beauty, and anti-aging. 
There's also doubt that the body can heal itself and an over-reliance on outside factors like drugs, surgeries, and injections to bring the body's radiance and worth back. There's a tendency to bypass elements of nature, including whole food, water, quality air, yin time, quiet, physical touch, uninhibited sexual experience, and balanced movement for the sake of the fast and the immediate. Now, how do we bring the physical back into balance? Simple movements with slow, balanced, repetitive sequences, meditation, walking, massage, barefoot or bare hand earth play, grounding if you want to call it that, and that includes of course the dirt, it can be water, soil, sand, yoga, stretching, and weight bearing exercises that let you feel the strength in your own body and the union of all things physical. Next is the mental body. What does this represent? It represents our thoughts, attitudes, judgments, and prejudices. Also how we perceive our worth and value in the world. Some believe it's about a foot out in diameter from the physical body. Some say it's in inches. What it represents, all things intellectual, including analytical thought, how we process information, how we learn in school, how we use our words. This also includes focus, clarity, direction, contributions to creation and society. It is a key element in thoughts becoming reality. So how should the mental body behave when balanced? Through proactive problem solving, concise communication, innovations coming into fruition with clarity and ease, and the ability to solve emotional or physical issues in a direct and supportive way. There's very little waste, nonsense, or going around in circles. Instead, a balanced mental body offers direction that points true north and benefits everyone. The mental body is also masculine. The quality of someone underbalanced includes confusion, brain fog, ideas lost very quickly, lethargy, lack of purpose, doubt, and lack of work ethic, feelings of low self-esteem and low worth. Physically, it manifests as a lack of menstrual period and little self-care. The qualities of someone overbalanced includes egocentric, excessively driven, sociopathic, narcissistic, and having little or no empathy, especially when it comes to work or success. In a less extreme way, it's doing too much or frequently becoming an overdrive. This manifests physically in headaches and jaw aches, also known as TMJ. So how do we bring the mental back into balance? Kundalini yoga, moderate cardio, talk therapy with an emotionally intelligent leader, and being in touch with emotions and spirituality for balance. The type of person living mostly in the mental body tends to overthink and overdrive and doesn't let go of emotional strife or forgive easily or often. They might need to reroute, i.e., you know, work through old emotional issues, shadow work, etc., and often need a mental release, which most frequently comes from strong emotional support, or seeking out a mentor who can lead them through positive thought, mantras, or positive stress-releasing actions. All right, that's two down. Third is the spiritual body or house. What this is, the spiritual body connects all things. It's a connection to all things, including the earth, self, 
to what we call God or the universe, the beyond, the divine, or higher self. This provides protection, union, help, and guidance from an outside source, as well as from those who have passed on, the ancestors. It connects us to all of that. Many do not understand or even acknowledge that this exists. It has little to do with what we believe culturally when it comes to religion or spirits. It is more the element that no one and no situation stands alone, and there is no one fault, that we are all connected, and that it always takes more than one body to create all that exists in life. It is the most outside ring in our aura or energetic field. What the spiritual body represents, the unity of all living things, including the union between our soul, life experience, and destiny. This is not about going to church. In fact, it has little to do with religion. How the spiritual body should behave when balanced. It is calm, fearless, highly creative, and operating without limits. It's paired with fortitude and support to create action from ideas. Along with this comes the acknowledgement that there's a higher force guiding and protecting the body and that there is something bigger at play than you. The spiritual body represents the synthesis and balance of the other three. It is very similar to the idea that we are greater than the sum of our parts. The spiritual body is a physical house. What is the quality of someone underbalanced? They are disconnected from the understanding that we are all one and feeling or thinking that we can do things in our own or alone. That we are not co-creating our existence, that we are victims of fate or the healthcare system, the government or the media, and most often or entirely dismissive of listening to the gut. This person generally separates from being an active or conscious member of a community or society and feels deserving and expectant of others' energy and time. They also feel left out or like they have not been seen or heard. There's a, a tendency to also put high emphasis on how things look or how they appear instead of focusing on transparency and honest heart communication. There's also a heavy focus on over-reliance and overdoing, controlling and grasping of an exterior reference or relationship. So how do we bring the spiritual body or house back into balance? Meditation, meditation, meditation. Breathwork, gratitude, humbleness, generosity in the act of giving, seeing others as you see or wish to see yourself and acting accordingly. Also, it's key to connect personal gain with universal oneness and to understand that heaven is within and that you are always in caring company and no one physically holds your key to ultimate consistent joy. Last but definitely not the least is the emotional body. What is the emotional body? It's the nervous system, it's hormones, it's touch and water and water release as in tears and water absorption, bloating or clutching from not letting go, the feelings of lack and trying to hold onto or control things too closely. Some even say that the emotional body extends a few millimeters or inches around the body. How we are doing emotionally is represented by how calm or rough the waters are in our thoughts and our dream state. What does this represent? As the bridge between the physical and the mental, it is where our experience of the world is synthesized and interpreted. It represents our feelings and relationships to all things. It's how we react, how we interpret, how we respond to situations and outside energies, particularly anything that's not factual. 
like how we feel when people look at us a certain way or how we respond to something they might say, etc. The connection between the mental and emotional body is the reason why there is always different sides to a story or situation. If the bodies are unbalanced, those situations can be greatly misread and misunderstood. When balanced, it represents centering and acting from the heart and at space. So how does the emotional body look when imbalanced? It's inclusive, it's empathetic, open, honest, less or non-judgmental towards others and generous with help. There's a desire to give without expecting or wishing to receive something in return. There's even a chemical response when your emotional body is in balance. Cortisol, insulin, estrogen, and even testosterone will be more balanced and even. Your blood sugar is more regulated. The heartbeat is even and slow and blood pressure balanced. The body does not retain water, nor is the body over dehydrated, which is very important. The emotional body, and this is no surprise of course, is a feminine house. What are the qualities of someone underbalanced in an emotional way? A general lack of emotional intelligence, trust, and very little intuition or ability to read and understand people. There's also a lot of fear as well as concern for self and less empathy for the experience of others. This can manifest physically as holding water in the limbs, joints, and face, especially from hormone imbalance, dehydration or bloating, inflexibility and joint stiffness. Lack of sleep from emotional stress presents similar symptoms. Mentally, it manifests as self-doubt, projection, and thinking others have a better life, which again, causes us to lose sleep and increase the physical symptoms of imbalance. Ultimately, it means that we are not using the mental or physical body, either by talking ourselves down to a point of being rational or using the lungs and breath to calm the heartbeat. What are the qualities of someone overbalanced toward emotional? We're oversaturated, we're passive, then quickly aggressive, obsessive, irrational, extremely irritated, depressed, overly anxious, often with feelings of drowning or hopeless conclusion of relationships or situations. This can manifest as weight gain, even while dieting, and too much water in the aura and or system where the body is behaving like a sponge. Alternately, if someone overfires their nervous system, one can dry out the emotional body, which also manifests as being underweight, dehydrated, and disassociated. Hormones are key to our health. The heart might feel heavy, and for our sisters, the menstrual cycle may be heavy as well. The throat may feel closed, which also adversely affects hormones. So how do we bring the emotional house back into balance? Anything that releases emotion, tension, stress, anxiety. This will create clear running waters with fewer rocks or less damming of the stream. If you know what I'm talking about. Depending on the person, this might require something like meditation, dance or cardio, laughter, or breathing techniques. Ultimately, the emotional body comes into great balance when we learn how important it is to balance our hormones. Yoga, especially restorative, hatha, asana, light detoxing or fasting with adrenal and liver support, more touch and intimacy are key. Forgiveness and acts of forgiveness are also crucial. Learning the value of emotional intelligence and not only mental intelligence is central to empathetic and adrenal wellness. 
So whether this is your first time hearing this information or you're already familiar with the four houses, it is important that we have balance. This is why two of them are feminine, two of them are masculine. It leads to divine balance and that, that is ultimately the goal. That should be your goal. I know that is my goal. Ultimate balance, the divine masculine, the divine feminine, not in any order either. Not in any order. As long as we get that balance, man, that's key. So thank you for joining the Ever Evolving Sun podcast. Again, it's my pleasure bringing you information and I look forward to sharing and, and providing more information going forward. Peace.